So, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Sing with me from the book of wisdom, Proverbs chapter 3. Are you ready? It goes like this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, you did it. Right, are we ready? Now, imagine you were out for a long walk and you were feeling a little bit tired and you had the choice between two sticks. Which stick would you lean on if you were feeling a little bit tired? This one? Or this one here? Oh, oh. I didn't know she meant to do that. Uh, we're thinking today about what you might lean on in your life. What you might lean on when life is a bit hard and it's a bit difficult. That pole might be better for other things, like uh, plants and maybe chasing your siblings. But this pole is better for leaning on, isn't it? And if you were out with someone, who would you rather lean on if you were feeling really slow on your journey? Someone who loved you or someone who wasn't very nice to you? Who would you lean on? I like to lean on my mummy. I can't anymore because it squashes a flat. But I like to, you like to lean on someone who you love because you trust them. You know they, they love you, so they're not going to let go of you. That's what we're thinking about today. Who can we lean on when my mum's not around? Who can I lean on? Well, that is what our reading was about today. Did you see in our reading, what uh, would you... Oh, sorry, here's our question. What did our verse that we sung say that we shouldn't lean on? It said, do not lean on. Can anyone remember? Do you want me to sing it again? I will sing it again unless you put your hands up. <coughs> what is it that we should not lean on? Stuart, because we're all in we should not lean on our own understanding. Instead, we should lean on the Lord. Instead, trust in the Lord with all your heart. This is difficult for us to do because we like to lean on our own understanding, not on God's understanding. God says, leaning on your own understanding is a recipe for disaster, like leaning on a twig. It will give way. It won't be enough. He says what you want to do is lean on his understanding. Someone who loves you and who can actually take all the weight that you want to throw on him. We like to think that we are very clever. We like to think that, don't we? But actually, even the most clever of us, uh, you know, some of us are pretty bright, but even the most clever of us here are not that brilliant. We still get things quite wrong, don't we? Here's Albert Einstein. I think we've got a picture of him. He's the most famous and brilliant scientist. He is one of the most intelligent people ever in the whole world. And do you know what he said? He said, the most ununderstandable thing about the universe is that it is ununderstandable. I'm not even sure I understand that. But if he doesn't get stuff, then I don't really get stuff either. I honestly, the truth is, is that our understanding isn't big enough or strong enough to really rely on. I mean, I don't even know where the socks go in the wash. 
Does anyone know where the socks go in the wash? Where do they go? Into the wash. Yeah, but they never come out. Where are they all? My understanding is not enough for life, really. Even the cleverest. Who here understands love? Who here understands their purpose? Who here understands why bad things happen to good people? We find these things hard, don't we? But there is one person who does understand, and that is God. Here's a bit from Isaiah. Do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the forever God, the maker of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can get to the bottom of because it is so deep. God's understanding is different because he made everything and everyone, so he understands everyone and everything. There's nothing he doesn't know. There's nothing he doesn't understand because he made it all. If our understanding is like a twig, God's understanding is like the path. Like the, what's this? This is a, a staff. Sorry, not path. Dyslexia rules KA. Can I show you a little bit what that's like? Here's what I think this is like for us. Okay, I think we build our lives on our own understanding and on the understanding of people around us. This is how we do it. Uh, let's see, what have we got here? Well, at the base, probably, let's face it, whether we like it or not, is TV shows. What we, the understanding that we pick, that we get from watching Peppa Pig or Dougie or whatever the latest one is, TV shows, they're probably at the bottom, that is the basis of our understanding. Then the next thing, probably, I'm going to go with, probably, how about friends? That's, friends tell us a lot, don't they? And we pick up all sorts of things about life from our friends. And so they build our understanding as well, don't they? Yeah? And then what else have we got here? Let's see. Um, has anyone ever got any understanding from school? Anyone learn anything at school? Anything at all? No? Oh, lovely teachers. No wonder they're all trying not to be back at school with their concrete. School. We learn a lot at school. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe you're into philosophy of the day. Is that around there? Yeah, well done. You take that on well. Maybe philosophy and school. That might be your understanding. You've read Nietzsche. Or you've just listened at school and you've worked out what the teachers say. That builds our understanding too, doesn't it? Who, what else have we got here? Do you know what? I probably should have put this one in a bit earlier as well, actually. We've got... Which goes next, do you think? Films or books? Books. Books, really? I would have said it was films was more foundational for me, actually. I can't... Enough. Okay, so we've got books as well. They, they form a bit of our understanding, don't they? I don't know. Maybe it's Red Riding Hood, or maybe you've been reading um, something about the history of religion or something. Or, and then maybe it's films. You know, as well, they build our understanding, don't they? They, they are so influential. I bet you, you can't remember anything you did at school, but I bet you can remember something about the last film you saw, can't you? Yeah, they, they, they help our understanding. And then we've also got, we've got history, so our experience. Things that we've learnt in, I'm going to need a chair. Things that we've learnt in life, things that we've seen as well, haven't we? And that goes up there. Okay. History, what's underneath there? Oh, and... and it, Oh, yeah, look, I get that one on there as well. Oh, crumbs. 
and influencers. If you're on, if you're online and you've got your eye screen there, they are really influential, don't they? They help. They they really influence how we understand stuff. That helps our understanding too. And then there's just ourself, isn't there? It's. I think it's quite small compared to the influences around us. But there's also, you know, when we say, well, I think the world works like this. this really, what we're doing is we're saying. We're saying, what I think is the product of all this. This is how the world works. So that's where our understanding comes from, I think. And this is what we're like. When we're trying to understand the world, we're trying to deal with suffering, we're, we're, like, we're like this up here. Did you know that you make, on average, 35,000 decisions a day? Elliot, you probably make more. Definitely, actually. You guys going off to university, you're going to have to make at least triple that each day. 35,000 decisions a day, and they're all made on the basis, pretty much, of our own understanding that comes from here. Now, the problem is, uh, we say things like, well, I believe this is good. It feels to me like this is best. I just want to do it no matter what happens. Maybe it will be okay. Everyone else seems to do this. But the thing is, our understanding is not very solid or complete or trustworthy because we don't know everything and the people in here they don't know everything either do they so the problem is is that when we get our life bear with me one moment and we want to lean our life on that understanding here we go right here we go here's my life i'm thinking right great i'm gonna i gotta lean my life on this now yeah. Oh gosh, look at the light. Right, I'm going to make some big decisions now. Here we go. Oh, I can't undo that, which is probably a good thing. Right, now what's going to happen when I leave my life on this? What do you think? But I've got to make a really big decision about what I do. I've got to make a decision about what I do when I'm suffering, or who I get married to, or maybe what I do for my job, or, uh, and this is what I'm leaning it on. Yeah, what's going to happen? Oh no! It's no good, is it? And that is because all this is based on human understanding. It's not secure. And so, if I can just watch you in the front row there, it falls over. But look at this. Look at this, though. Here's the good news about Jesus. is our God, he knows everything. And so, if I go to him... I can build my life on him because he is absolutely solid. He knows everything. He never makes a mistake. He's never surprised by anything. He knows all the answers. I can trust my life and all my decisions to Jesus because his wisdom is perfect. So trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. He will make them firm and secure. How good is that? Praise God for his wisdom. You guys have got to do things like go back to school this week. It's good news that we can rely on God's understanding, that we can trust him with all, his, with all our heart. It's like this. If you live with people who are fools, what do you become? You become a bit foolish, don't you? If you live with people 
uh, with loving parents and guardians uh, who are loving us, then what kind of decisions will you make? Quite good ones, quite loving ones, right? If you live with Jesus, there's nothing he doesn't know. His love is unimprovable. He's not just the wisest man, but he is actually God's wisdom itself. Isn't that interesting? Here it says in 1 Corinthians, to those whom God has called, both Jew and Greeks, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than the human wisdom and weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Jesus Christ is the wisdom we want to live with. And we can because he's died on the cross in his infinite wisdom to make a way for unholy, ungodly people like you and I, messy kids, to be his kids so that we can lean on his wisdom. How good is that? Our verse tells us we want to lean on God's understanding. So how do we do that? The first thing is we receive Jesus. We say, Jesus, come into my life. Die on the cross and rescue me so that I might have you as my wisdom to lean my life on. I'm sorry I got it wrong. Please help me to live with you, leaning on you, not on me, not on anyone else. But the next thing we do is we go to the Bible to see Jesus. That's why we come to church and why we memorise Bible verses, because in here is the wisdom. In here is Jesus. So we get our Bibles out and we read about him. Youth, you, youth, if you're young here today or you're trying to be young and you're following lots of influences, don't forget, you are being raised by your social media and the people you listen to. That has a big influence on you. The life hacks, the trends, all the things that you absorb, hodgepodge assumptions from your screens and from your peers. They're like boxes here because humans are messy and unreliable. Don't listen to that. Listen to the Lord. How much time do you spend looking at them and how much time do you spend listening to God and his wisdom? Guys, going off to university, if you want to make good decisions, get your Bible open and ask the people of God who know their Bible well, what's a good thing to do here? And listen to them. Kids, you're going back to school. Are you excited about going back to school? Resounding yes, that's what we like. You're going back to school, but sometimes when you're back at school, you're going to have no idea what's going on. Or kids, maybe you're moving, or you're moving house, or you're changing school, you're going into a new place. Maybe someone you love is dying or very sick, and you don't understand. That's okay. Jesus does. You go to him with that. You say, Jesus, I don't understand, but I know you do. Please, would you help me? When you're in the playground, you can do that thing we've been learning. Jesus says, I am with you always. Joshua 1.5. That is the wisdom of God, that he's with you. Isn't that cool? So you can hang on to that, kids, when you're at school. There's some very seniors here, those who are suffering, those who've got decisions in front of them when there's only bad outcomes. Trust in the Lord and his wisdom to know how to flourish spiritually in his wisdom, he's given you Jesus, new life, and a resurrection hope, and a new creation. And so even though it might be hard to make a decision in those times, lean on his wisdom. Lean on the wisdom that you get from the Bible, from God's people. Keep coming back to him. Honestly, if you want a solid staff, don't you, when you're, when you're tiring out, 
and you're, you're approaching the end of the journey and everything hurts. You want something that's solid, don't you? Keep going with the Lord. His wisdom will get you through. Parents and grandparents, by blood and by Christ, you guys keep going with your kids, fighting for that time to get the word of God out, to be delighted in him yourselves so that your kids would have the wisdom of Christ to grow up with. That's the silver bullet. Not education, not sport. It's the wisdom of God. That's what's going to set them up for great decisions for the rest of their life and for love when you're not there. Where will you guys turn for wisdom? Where will you turn for understanding that is perfect and is loving? God made everything. He understands everything. God died for you. He couldn't love you more. There is an understanding that we can thank God for and that is for life. Isn't Jesus great? Shall we pray?